do it. Hey, Viber Music. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach uh, business concepts and business and legal concepts using pop culture. Margaret asked if they're for sale or just for show. Margaret, they are going to be for show, but they are going to be for sale. But right now they're just for show. These are the prototypes that I got from Nessie Time. So, you know, we've been working together. So now I've got to um, find a producer to make the shirts and make the cups so that you guys can order them. But they're coming, girl. I just want to show you what they look like. All right. But um, back to the intro. This is where we learn business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you don't know who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC. Thanks, Margaret. What means is I help people... Excuse me. Hmm. I help people like yourself get business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have your articles of incorporation together, making sure you have numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts, Hiring policies, brand protection strategies, all of those things, I help you do them, all right? If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do that stuff, I'm so happy you asked. I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting with a specialization in business formation. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, totality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate. Business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. Excuse me. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. Again, I apologize for, you know, me uh, maybe having sleepy eyes and yawn a little bit. Uh, your girl had a very, very, very long day. Um, but, you know, things keep moving. Um... So, yes, so if you are in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for some legal guidance to get, you know, your legal paperwork together, because that's how, you know, you need to grow as a business, because not everybody wants to go to business school, not everybody wants to go to law school, but a lot of people want to be in business, and if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. You need somebody like me in your life. So you want to go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a free presentation if you're a first-time client at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. You can also download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you uh, choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. You can also check out my uh, video trainings, subscribe to my YouTube channel and podcast, and a host of other things at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. So go check out linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. All right. That's enough about me. Let's get to the show. If you are here for the first time, I see a couple of names. Uh, The way that the show works is I pull stories from the news stories from blog stories that you guys sent me. I actually have a couple that you guys sent me today and we talk about them. All right. Um, I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. So this is a time for you to get involved. Don't be shy. As long as your questions or comments are respectful, they are welcome here. Okay. So, and it's a lot more fun when you guys participate. So we're just going to jump in because your girl is running behind on today. All right. Okay. Let's go. First story that we are talking about tonight was sent to me by 76 Grimke. Uh, if you hear a girl, uh, give me a little hand wave. Um, yes. Uh, is anybody here a Seattle Seahawks fan? If you are a Seattle Seahawks fan, give me, um, 
an S in the comments. And then specific, and then if you're not a Seahawks fan or if you are, if you know who Russell Wilson is, give me an R. If you know who Russell Wilson is, give me an R. Okay. All right. Um, so while you guys do that, uh, if for those of you who may not know Russell Wilson, he is uh, a quarterback for the Seattle. Thank you, Shea Hills, for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, apparent Ru- Russell. Thank you for the S's and R's. Awesome. Um, Russell makes the money. Apparently, he makes thirty-five million dollars a year on his contract. Um, and uh, as a QB, you know they're kind of like the lynch person on the team. But apparently, fans have been getting upset with the coach or the powers that be of the Seattle Seahawks because they feel like they are not using Russell Wilson to the best of his ability. So there's been this um, phrase that's been being chanted at Seattle Seahawks games called let Russ cook. So the chance the fans or whoever are online, they're like, let Russ cook, let Russ cook. Right. Um, So Russell Wilson is taking that phrase and he is running with it. Russell Wilson filed a trademark application for the phrase, let Russ cook. Now, what category do you think he uh, filed the trademark in? Usually when we find athletes and they file trademarks, what, what, um, what class of goods do they usually file their trademarks in? What class of goods do you think Russell Wilson filed the trademark for let Russ cook. What, what category? Because remember, when you file your trademark, you have to tell them, you know, I am filing this trademark for power tools, for hair products, for food, for sports. What do you, no, not intellectual property, but like, um, what do you, wearables, Margaret Masters, okay, um, Vibram, Margaret Masters is a little closer, wearables, right, things that you can put on your body, and you're pretty close, Russell Wilson has actually filed the trademark for Let Russ Cook for, uh, cooking utensils, uh, cooking utensils, yes, merchandise, okay, but I wanted to know what industry, what type of merchandise, so Russell's apparently uh, got a thing for cooking. He has filed a trademark for Let Russ Cook for cooking utensils, cookware, and uh, hats, you know, cooking hats and aprons. So Margaret, you were very, very close. All right. Um, uh, yes, Vibe Music. Uh, now, uh, all of the proceeds for this cookware that Russell will sell with this phrase, Russ Cook, is going to go to his foundation, or he he and his wife's foundation, the Why Not You Foundation. If you didn't know, that is a foundation that Russell and his wife, Sierra, run. It is a nonprofit dedicated to education, kids' health, and fighting poverty. Yeah, so Russell Wilson, I think this is a really cute idea. I've never known Russell Wilson to be a person in the kitchen. All I know about him is that he's a football player and he's married to Sierra and they make some beautiful babies. Um, but he is taking a phrase that his fans have come up with, you know, um, 
Margaret Matthews said cooking. Yes, it will work with that phrase. Absolutely. Russell, you know, he, he's, he's taking the phrase and he, and he's turning it into something good. He's like, yes, I'm going to trademark it. Yes, I'm going to make some money off of it, but I'm also going to take this intellectual property money and I'm going to use it to fund my nonprofit. So this is a way to use intellectual property to help support the causes that you like. If you remember, um, what was it? Remember when we did the story about the Steelers, the terrible towel, right? That whole thing, that was a gift. Um, the trademark for that was gifted to a foundation by the originator of it. And that foundation funds pretty much all of their activities through the, through leasing out that, um, that phrase for intellectual property. So Russell Wilson, he said, look, I've got a nonprofit. I want to put some more money into it. So I'm going to take this phrase. I'm going to make some cute merchandise and we're going to sell it. Right? So Russell Wilson is getting into the cookware, uh, area. So how many of y'all would anybody be interested in buying Russell Wilson cooking utensils, pots, spatulas, uh, apron, would anybody be interested in buying Russell Wilson's, um, cookware line? Uh, Margaret Massey said, branch off to cooking for kids. So many possibilities. Absolutely. How many of y'all would be interested in, um, purchasing a, uh, something from a Russell Wilson cookware line? 76 Grimke said, no, you said, no, thank you. I don't care if it's a good cause. I would, I might buy it. Margaret said me with capital letters. I might buy it. Look, I'm not saying I would buy a full price, but if I went to Macy's and they had that thing on sale, you know, cookware can be quite pricey. Uh, Viber Music said, no, ma'am. You're not, you don't, not ready for Russell Wilson cookware either. That's okay. It's not for everybody, but I would definitely be interested. One, because I like Russell Wilson. He seems like a good guy. I like seeing him with Sierra. Hey, Tanya, and two, because I like the cause. Um, Vibrant Music said maybe for the cause. Right, I would do it for both. The one that, you know, I, I kind of vibe with Russell, and two, I like the cause. So good job for Russell for, you know, this trademark application for Let Russ Cook. I hope it goes through, and I hope he's able to raise a lot of money for his nonprofit foundation, okay? All right. Okay, um... Do y'all, next story that we are talking about, do y'all remember that story I did? I don't, I forget if it was last week or the week before. Um, you sending me an inbox? Okay. Do y'all remember when we did that story about the gun-toting couple, the one that had been photographed in St. Louis? And then, uh, we talked about how they took that picture and they were making greeting cards and they were being sued by the photographer for copyright infringement. If you remember that story, please give me a yes in the comments. If you don't, very quickly, um, if you guys remember, uh, in St. Louis, after the death of George Floyd, there were a lot of protests, um, and there was a, uh, a couple, you know, when protesters were out, outside of their house, they went and they were brandishing guns. And it's like a very famous picture that's been going around the internet. Um, they were photographed by an actual photographer who copyrighted the image, um, and then they took that image and they have been using it as kind of like a, a business card, right? Tanya said, yes. Margaret said, yes. 76 Grimke said, yes. Okay. You guys remember. Well, remember the photographer was suing the couple for copyright infringement because they were using the picture without permission. Guess what the couple is doing? 
What do y'all think the couple is doing? What do you think the couple is doing? What do you think the couple is doing? Mm, what do you think? I'm going to give y'all like a couple seconds. What you think? Because I know that you are a very astute crowd, right? Um, yes, Tanya, you got it right there. Uh, yes, seven says Grimcake. The couple is now suing the photographer. They said, excuse me, we are the subject of this photo. And we deserve, yes, Margaret, and we deserve copyrights to the pictures. Run us the copyrights. So they are suing the photographer. Now, this is not a unique case. We hear about this branding the weapons and ammo. No Viber music, though. I'm sure the NRA might be contacting them, right? The couple, we've talked about this issue several times. So celebrities are always being sued by photographers for posting pictures that the photographers took of them on their social media. Now, this couple, it's okay, Viber Music, we all here to learn. And now this couple, they're not necessarily celebrities, right? But they have gained notoriety and they feel like they own, you know, they are, they are owed um, some type of rights into this photo that has made them go viral. Now, we talk about this all the time on the show with celebrities, but what about this couple? Do you think they have a cop? Do the, do you think they have any type of copyright rights to this photo that the photographer took of them? Do they have a right to take this copyrighted photo and use it for their own personal use? Yes, they are the subject, but they did not take the photo and they did not get the permission of the original photographer. So do you, regardless of what you think about this couple, do you think that they should have copyright rights for this, for this photo? What do you guys think? Right? And, and, and this is sometimes what you have to think about when you're talking about these cases. You have to take your emotions out of it and you have to just kind of look at the facts. And see if it's, um, you know, if it's, oh, I just got your message, Tanya. We're going to talk about that after. What do you think? You don't think they should have copyright rights? Um, why not? Why shouldn't they have rights to the photo? They are the subject. Uh, Margaret Massey said they should, but I don't agree. Okay, yeah, I don't agree with their politics either. I don't think they're, you know, a particularly um, pleasant couple. But let's think about it. If if they if if they hadn't been out there brandishing the guns, there would have been no photo. Viber Music says that they should have some copyrights to the photo. This is a question. Excuse me. This is a question that's going to come up a lot more um, as you know time progresses because of technology and the way that we're able to disseminate information. Um, Intellectual property is becoming a lot more complicated. So you're probably going to see a lot more lawsuits of people suing for pictures uh, put up of them. Viber Music said at least partial rights, right? Because, um, you know, if I'm the subject of the photo and without me, there's no photo, regardless of what you think about me, shouldn't I have rights to a photo that I made? Um, Tanya said because they didn't have copyrights to the photo. Right. They don't have the rights. And that's what they're suing for right now. 
Uh, Margaret Massey said, I'm surprised the Trump campaign didn't lock it down. Um, Trump campaign got their own problems. Uh, Trump is right now crying in the White House, uh, trying to figure out what he gonna do, trying to figure out how he not going to jail. Um, but that's another story. So, yes, this couple, the McCloskeys, uh, they are suing for copyrights to that infamous photo of them brandishing guns. Pew, 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 pew. Um, all right. Okay. Before we move on to our next story of the evening, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for some legal guidance, uh, hey, essentially true. If you need help, you know, with your articles of incorporation, with getting your contracts together. Um, what's my opinion, Margaret? I'll tell you after I finish uh, this little spiel. Um, Yeah, so if you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, getting that paperwork together, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and let's work together. I'm waiting to hear from you. Uh, I'm here to help you be the best boss that you can be to set up your businesses with a strong legal foundation so you can grow with security, okay? Um, So going back to Margaret's question, Margaret asked me what my opinion is. While I do not care for the couple's politics at all, I do feel that unless if if unless there is a specific um agreement, like you know, when a model is called for a shoot, they usually have to sign an agreement saying that they have no rights to the photo, you know, then you give up the rights. But I think in a situation where if someone takes a picture of you without your permission, wherever it is, I feel like that you should have some type of rights to that photo because without you, there isn't a photo. Now, do I, do I care for the McCluskeys? No. Do I like them as people? No. However, I know that I would be mad if somebody took a photo of me out in the street copyrighted it, I saw the photo, and I was like, ooh, that's cute, and then you tell me that I can't use the photo, that's my face, how you gonna tell me I can't use my face, right, um, but that's how I feel about it, I do think that if a person is a subject of a photo that was taken without their permission, that they should have some type of copyright rights to it, okay, Margaret, yes, we do agree, Margaret. Yes, we do, girl. High five. All right. Okay, moving on to our next story of the evening. My sneakerheads. If you're a sneakerhead, please give me a sneaker emoji. If uh, Yes, essentially true. That's my face. Um, if you're a sneakerhead, give me a sneaker emoji. Um, this is actually a continuation of a story we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I told you guys that there was a company that was being sued by Nike. There's a designer by the name of Warren Lotus. Um, he had made, he had, um, he had, uh, he took an old Nike shoe design, the, the 1985 Nike Dunks. Thank you, Viber Music. Viber Music, are you familiar with Nike's 1985 Dunks, okay? Now, these shoes, uh, Warren Lotus, the shoe designer, he took the design and kind of um, altered it, made, uh, turned the swoosh into like Jason Voorhees' mask and did a little bit of changes, right? But basically, it was the same shoe and he was trying to put the shoe out. Um, And Nike sued him for, uh, for trade dress 
violation. Oh, Vibe Music said, yes, classics and well-known. Hello, Pregnancy with Mrs. B. Okay, so the, the Nike Dunks are well-known within the sneaker world. They're not well-known to me, but um, Vibe Music, do you know who Warren Lotus is by any chance? Um, anyway, Warren Lotus, he took the 1985 Dunks and he was like, ooh, you know what? I'm gonna make these fire. I'm gonna make these look, make the Nike check look like Jason Voorhees. And then he was trying to sell these shoes. So, of course, Nike was like, skrr on 22s. Hold up. We have a design, we have a, a design trademark trade dress. Now, when you have a design, there are, there are different ways that you can protect it. You can get a design patent. Which, um, or what is this on my desk? You can get a design patent or you can get trade dress protection, right? Nike got trade dress protection for the shoe. So the way that the shoe is designed, that design is protected by law, by trademark law. So they went after Warren Lotus and they told the judge, look, he took our shoe design without our authorization. He has no right to be, you know, remaking the 1985 Nike Dunks. So they got, um, you know, they, they kind of hemmed Warren Lotus up, but Warren Lotus had gotten a bunch of pre-orders and was trying to fill the pre-orders, right? And Nike was trying to get him to stop. Um, so Warren Lotus, in an effort to uh, keep, to, I guess, keep his promise to the people who pre-ordered the shoe, he is now seeking to have... Nike's trade dress protection canceled on the 1985 dunks. He is now saying that whatever legal protections, whatever intellectual property protection that Nike has on the 1985 dunks, he's saying that it's unenforceable, that the design is utilitarian, meaning that he's saying that the way the shoe looks is not it you know there's nothing special about it the way it's made it's just so you can put the shoe together there are no distinctive elements of that shoe that make the design special that is what warren lotus's argument is right um his other argument is that look i worked with somebody who worked with nikes and i assume that you know they're a representative of Nike, so I thought, you know, these shoes were cool. Now, this person was not an official Nike employee. This is someone who collaborated with Nike to design some shoes, but they weren't a representative of Nike. Um, but Warren Lotus, he is trying to get Nike's trade dress canceled. Um, now, I'm not sure if Nike got this design protected in 1985, but I'm sure they've had the design protected for a while. So what do you guys think about Warren Lotus's attempt um, to, to, to cancel the design, the design of the Nike Dunks? Viber Music said his designs actually make it look more significant. They do, but Viber Music, if you saw that shoe, would you think that it was a Nike shoe or would you think that it was a Warren Lotus shoe? Tanya said, my son is more of a sneaker freak. Okay, that's cool. But we have Viber Music right here who is a sneakerhead. Viber Music, if you saw these Warren Lotus shoes, right, would you think that they were an original um, design or would you think that this was like some type of collaboration with Nike? What would you think, Viber Music? There is jelly on my desk. Did I have a peanut butter jelly sandwich today? Yes, I did. Um, uh, what do you think, Viber Music? 
Because for me, when I saw the shoe, I forgot to post it again today. It looked like a Nike shoe with some extra designs on it. I would not, I would think that it was some type of special collaboration. You know, Nike does collaborations all the time. They have tons of people on the Nike payroll, right? Um, so I want to know from someone who is a, who is a sneakerhead like Viber Music, if you saw the shoe, would you think that it was, um, that it was a collaboration? Viber Music said, the, uh, they would think it's a collaboration with Warren Lotus because Nike is quite plain. Margaret said, I would think it's a collaboration with Nike. Look at this. We have two people, one who is a sneakerhead and one who is not. But the both of you agree that this, that you would think that this shoe is a collaboration with Nike. And that is exactly what Nike doesn't want. Nike never gave Warren Lotus permission to make these shoes. Warren Lotus has no right to take the Nike symbol and try and alter it and do all this stuff to it. Okay. Hey, 38 records. So, um, so Nike, you know, they're trying to stop Warren Lotus and in turn, Warren Lotus is trying to get their design, um, their design protection canceled. So I want to see, let's get a kind of little vote here. If you guys think that Warren Lotus is going to be able to get Nike's trade dress protection canceled, give me a one. If you think Warren Lotus is going to be shut down and he's going to have to stop trying to make this uh, Nike Dunk shoe, give me a two. If you think Warren Lotus is going to get Nike's trade dress protection canceled, give me a one. If you think he's not going to be able to fulfill these shoe orders, give me a two. Viber Music said two. They are on the side of Nike. They think that Nike is going to win this one. I think you're right, too. Again, when I look at the shoe, I think it's just a souped up Nike shoe and Nike has nothing to do with it. Nike will not be making a dime off of this shoe. Margaret Massey gave me a two. 38 records gave me a two. Essentially true said one. Essentially true. You feel like Warren Lotus is going to be able to get the trade dress canceled. Tanya gave me a two. Um, okay. We've got a lot of twos and we got one, one essentially true. I think you might be standing, you know, on the mountaintop by yourself today. Um, Viber music said Nike is too credible in the sneaker world. Absolutely. Nike is very credible in the sneaker world and they have a lot of money to fight lawsuits like this. Now, I don't know who Warren Lotus is. I don't know how, uh, famous or popular their shoes are, but I, I, I just don't think they have enough money as Nike. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Team Nike on this one. I think that they're going to be able to stop Warren Lotus from getting these refurbished Nike Dunks made. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, all right. We have time for one more story because I did start late today. Um, do we have any Beyonce fans in the house? If you are a Beyonce fan, give me a B emoji, a bumblebee emoji. If you are a Beyonce fan. If you are a Megan the Stallion fan, give me a horse emoji. So if you are a Beyonce fan, give me a B emoji. If you are a Megan the Stallion fan, give me a horse emoji. Ooh, 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 ooh. I want to see some bees and horses. Bees and horses. Y'all at least better give me some bees. You know this is a uh, Beyonce stan account. Mm. 
Um, oh, Viral Music said, Warren Lotus is a guy that takes a lot of companies' design and makes it look like a collaboration. Oh, so that's his shtick. Okay, all right. Margaret Massey gave me a B. Yes, Beehive member, yes. Um, Tanya, is that a horse? I think those are horses. Thank you for the horses. 76 Scream Cake gave me a B for Beyonce. Yes, we love Queen B. We love Megan. Now, one of the things that we love about Beyonce and Megan is their, what is N Viber Music? Is that supposed to be a B? Um, thank you for the B38 records. You couldn't find the B. Okay, that's cool, Tanya. I'll take that. Um, one of the things that we love about Beyonce and Megan are their visuals. They make really cool videos, really cool dance routines, things like that. But they are not, um, thank you for the B-Viber music, but they don't create these routines on their own. They have, uh, they have choreographers, right? Uh, mo most, most artists have choreographers. Very few of them come up with their own dance routines. And there is a famous, um, choreographer by the name of Jaquel Knight. Jaquel Knight has created choreography for Beyonce for the Lemonade album, and he's also done choreography for Megan The Stallion. Now, um, we know that there's choreography from Lemonade that is very iconic as well. Megan is really great at, you know, doing these catchy dances for her songs, and these don't come out of nowhere. There's a choreographer who creates them, and this choreographer's name is Jaquel Knight. And Jaquel Knight is on a is on a journey to get choreographers more respected. He is now he's seeking to get his dance his dance routines uh, copyrighted. Now we talk about copywriting dances, right? And it is possible to copyright dances, although it is not something that is used very often. But the fact that dances are now going viral and, you know, they're, they're, people will do routines all over the place, choreographers are kind of missing out on money because, you know, if you have someone with a good eye who can pick up choreography, they can take your whole routine and go perform it somewhere it's, And it's, if you don't have, you know, a copyright protection. So Jaquel Knight, this world-famous choreographer, he is on a journey to uh, copyright his famous uh, routines that he has created for some of your favorite, um, for some of your favorite music artists. Now, this is going. This this could change the game for a lot of choreographers because you know we are in the age of TikTok. We are in the age of you know dance challenges and things like that, and people are making a lot of money on that. So why not the choreographers? This is the time for them to start getting their coins. So Jaquel Knight, if you are in the dance, uh, if you're, if you are in the dance industry at all, uh, you may want to follow this case with Jaquel Knight. He is out here fighting for the rights of fellow choreographers and trying to get them their coin. Um, now again, we have said that, uh, cho dance choreography, while it is able to be copyrighted, it is not something that is done very, very often, but Jaquel Knight is trying to change that and get some more intellectual property rights for choreographers in general. So we stand somebody trying to get people to coin. So we want to say, you know, good luck to Jaquel Knight. So if you have a dancer in your life, you may want, uh, or a choreographer, you may want to encourage them that if they are creating routines that are being performed, you know, 
by professionals in, uh, you know, in, in, um, for, for crowds or for recordings, you may want to encourage them to get their routines copyrighted. Because what if it goes viral and they doing it on TikTok and people are getting paid to do this dance and you the choreographer, you sitting there with your hands like, where my money though, right? So good luck to Jaquel Knight, all right? Okay, so thank you, Tanya. So those were the stories that I had for you tonight. Um, again, I, I apologize for being a few minutes late. I charged my phone and then time went away, ran away from me. But um, I want to thank you guys for your participation this evening. I want to thank you for your questions, for your comments. They are always welcome. I want to say hello and good night to my parents, to my sister, to my family members and friends who watch. Um, you had to take a call. That's okay, Margaret. You can watch the replay. Um, we're going to be back here tomorrow with more, with more stories. If you find anything, please, please, please send it to me so that I can, um, because I love when you guys send me stories. Um, again, these, uh, cups and the t-shirts and the tote bags, they are coming soon. I am just looking for a distributor. Keep an eye out for these. They're going to be coming out soon so you can be part of the NPL Legal Tribe and rep your set. All right. I can't wait. Uh, but have a good night, guys. Take care of yourselves, and I will talk to you tomorrow, okay? Bye-bye.